Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm joined by my good friends Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Yamato. We like to call him Shimato. Gentlemen, it's finally here. We got some Marvel content to review. How are we feeling tonight? Marvel? What's Marvel? No, nah, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Marvel's here. Marvel's back. Way too long hiatus, but yes, sir. Uh, we yes, finally sir. have some content. Dude, and some darn good content. Shimato, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling real good about this. You know, it it was fun getting to see something a little bit different in the uh, Marvel universe. They're, they're um, you know, one of the first entries into, you know, into the TV universe, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, man. I remember when we first heard that uh, Marvel was going to be doing um, Disney Plus shows, and I was like, whoa. So we're going to get to be, you know, spread out the development of some characters and some stories as opposed to having it in one movie. And I was just so excited about that when we first heard about it, maybe a couple of years ago now. Um, and I remember when the obscurity of like learning that there is this going to be a show called WandaVision. And I'm pretty sure we heard that news after Infinity War, which we all knew that, you know, Vision dies. <laughs> so I was like, ever since then, I was like, what is this going to be about? And, yeah. you know, years later, with so much speculation and rumors and discussion and everything, we finally got episodes one and two. So we are here to review these episodes. Um, if you have not seen episodes one and two of WandaVision, pause the podcast, go watch them. It'll only take you about an hour and uh, enjoy it. And then come back and listen uh, to our recap and review. Um, also, before we start, we want to mention to please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. And please uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Leave us a review. That would help us out a lot, especially if you are listening on Apple. A uh, five-star review on Apple goes a long way. A five-star Apple review uh, keeps the haters away, Justin. Sure, I guess. All right, uh, that was that was lame. Anyways, um, what wasn't lame was Wanda Vision. So again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, you have been warned twice now, uh, guys. Let's start by talking just uh, again episodes one and two, since they both came out today. Uh, generally, just how you felt before we kind of get into breaking down all of the uh, the action. Um, I would say like the biggest takeaways. I would say. For it was, um, and I talked to you guys a little bit before the pod about this, is I kind of had to like reset my mind a little bit. Because um, when we do our we do our reviews, lots of times we're doing stuff in the relation to super action-packed um, episodes of things. And this was very much not that. Um, it was much more cerebral and was much more about uh, unraveling a mystery um, as we were watching it. So it was really... Like I had to come almost, like I said, I had to almost reset my mind a little bit. So that was, it was definitely an interesting experience to have to do that for our episode uh, reviews. Yeah, and uh, Tyler, you said that when we first heard about WandaVision, we were asking ourselves, like, what the heck is that going to be a beat be about? And uh, after watching these first two episodes, I think that question is still very <laughs> prominent in uh, sure. <laughs> what the heck is going to be about. Um, and I say that, but it was fantastic. There were good episodes and, um, a lot of nostalgia. Uh, it brought a lot of nostalgia for me cause I used to watch the, like the reruns of like Bewitched and stuff like that yeah. with, my, with my dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just, uh, 
random stuff that you were old black and white shows like Leave It to Beaver and stuff like yeah. that. So it was uh, it was a uh, very fun. Um, which you mentioned it being uh, cerebral, um, very much a thinker. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot going on in the background. There's a lot For of sure. like jabs when it comes to certain phrases that they say. Um, and it kind of mm-hmm. builds up to a little bit more of a, of a unraveling the mystery of yeah. what's actually going on because uh, there's there's definitely a, a a hint of it's not as we 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 see yes. so uh, it's thoroughly enjoyable yeah yeah and I definitely think because of the whole idea that you know we're at the point of where we're thinking this is all in her mind so like it makes sense that you know things are going to be she's drawing from things that she knows you know so a lot of this stuff is going to be references to either things that have been either you know introduced to her by an outside stimuli that people are putting into her mind or things that she's pulling from her own mind and things like that so it makes sense for a lot of this stuff to be clues to you know what is happening in the so the quote-unquote real world mm-hmm yeah, that's good. You know, I think for me, I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Got to watch it with my wife, and that was that was really cool. Uh, she enjoyed it as well. I thought it was fun. She actually described it as fun and quirky. Yes, I think that's very good. accurate. Yeah, uh huh. We should get her on here for a hot take. That's very accurate. Oh, she would love it. No, she would, <laughs> she would actually she would. Hate it. she would not. <laughs> no, she would be the worst thing ever for her. But uh, she she has. What you guys don't know is that she's given me some ideas in the past that I've never really given her credit for or rarely given her credit for. But again, she's not listening to this, so I could say whatever I want right yeah. now. Uh, but it was very fun, very quirky. Um, what I told her, and I'll tell you guys now, I'm excited to see Wanda and Vision and just um, like their actual acting abilities being stretched out, you know, because we're getting more. I mean, Paul Bettany is like, we're, we're getting so much of him yes, that you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never got in normal takes of vision, you know? Yeah. The same goes for, for Wanda. Like, yes, I mean, we absolutely. only get them in spurts because she's busy sharing screen time with the rest of the Avengers. And uh, I mean, she's not one of the main core Avengers. Mm-hmm. She's one of the, the, the secondary ones. And, this is really showcasing her and and really you're right stretching out the acting ability which i think we're going to benefit from because elizabeth elizabeth olsen is fantastic at what she yeah. does as far as acting goes and we're we're going to get a, a little bit of treat this this season of WandaVision yeah absolutely so all that being said uh i think it's i think it's good to warn our listeners Like, we are not one of those podcasts that you're going to get on here and we're going to talk about every single Easter egg that happens, right? We'll probably mention a few that really stuck out. Uh, But we're also not going to go scene by scene, line by line, and do a recap. This is, is, you know, just a couple bros hanging out, talking about what we thought. So uh, since this is the first review of this series and we might be getting some new listeners who are checking this out, because it's Marvel's first content for the year. Just want to let you know what we're about. Don't hate us for it. That's just kind of our style. So all that being said, man, let's just talk about, like, again, we're not going to go scene by scene, line by line, but, man, this was uh, trippy. Very. Right? Sure. Um, So just let's let's talk about uh, uh, what you guys think is actually going on here, right? Like, there's clearly some sort of, uh, some people have described it as a bubble or maybe a pocket reality, a pocket dimension. Like, what is actually happening? Or what, like, we're, we're going to theorize here, but what do you guys think is actually happening? 
I'm getting the sense that, like, I mean, yes, obviously, like, bubble pocket, but I'm getting the sense that she is kind of being being watched or, like, in, induced into these realities yeah. um, in order to gain information. But the, the source of the information, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she's actually at Camp Lehigh. I know that's one of the, like, I know... Um, Hmm. In New Jersey, right? Yes, um, and that's partially because of the fact that at one point they talk about him go- driving to um, buying something from some bowling trophies in Hackensack, New Jersey, which is, of course, you know, in New Jersey as well as Camp Lehigh. So it would be interesting if that's where she actually is at, and that was kind of a um, kind of connection there to where she is in the real world as in compared to this pocket reality. Look at look at this man. He's coming in with some dynamite right here. Okay, Shimano. <laughs> yeah, there's a <clears throat> there's actually I did see that um the uh at the very beginning of the first episode on the sign that said home for sale and then it said yes. sold, like the area code was uh New Jersey area oh, yeah. code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that probably is correlating there. Yeah, that that there's a good chance that that's where they're at somehow. Yeah. And also I think the neighborhood is called Home is where you make it. Oh really? So that that's an interesting little like take on the idea of this is she's building this own world, her own world here. So it's like, you know, she is literally making this world. And I feel like at the end of uh, episode one, where it kind of pans out and it shows that they're being watched on a TV, I feel like just the equipment, <laughs> yeah. equipment, and the just the little surroundings of technology we do get, it does kind of give me that familiar of uh, the Camp Lehigh of uh, where yeah. we saw Zola and yeah. uh, Cap and and, and uh, Black Widow um, in Winter Soldier. So yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely see that being the case, and if that unfolds to be the case, then kudos to you, Shimato. You yeah. you truly are a genius. Yes, so, man. Yeah. That's why we what got him I on say? the pod. That's why we got him on the pod. <laughs> uh, by the way, not again. We're just going to bounce around. I love like the different intros. Yeah. Oh yes. I'm oh glad yeah, you, yeah. I'm How glad cool you said is that? Huh. Yeah. I love that. Um. You know, it reminds me. It gives me flashbacks of especially late the, the last season of Agents of Shield. You know, when we were watching yeah, it, yeah. I, I love it progressing through time and showing, you know, keeping you up to up, up on what is actually going to be happening in the sense of like what decade they're running through at the time period. Dude, um, I, I meant to say this. Shout out to all of our, our listeners who are Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans. Vision is basically like a Chronicom. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's like the new Enoch for yeah. me. And if we get a line like, talking about being a human and he says as i've always been <laughs> at any point <laughs> because there's a couple times when someone you know norm actually said you're like a walking computer, computer. i am most certainly not <laughs> yeah. an organic uh, material. carbon material yeah. just yeah. like you are or something like that That's so good stuff. i mean he's already dropped the, the lines i do not eat like yeah. <laughs> multiple <laughs> right. times already yes. in the first two episodes so i i loved it again he really and then <laughs> Again, we're going to bounce between episodes one and two because they both happened today. But so this is kind of this is an episode two. But when he's essentially like drunk, he's not actually drunk, yeah, but he's he just swallowed gum. Yeah, yeah, he's malfunctioning <laughs> because of the gum. He swallowed a yep. big, big red, a big yes. red. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And seeing him at the uh, the talent show or whatever, being inebriated was amazing yes <laughs> i love how he had like no no care for using his powers and yeah. wanda had to Watch like this. make a fly yeah. yeah wanda had to make up for everything that he was doing yep uh, the the coolest one i thought was the transition of the piano oh, where oh yeah, 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 yeah transition yeah. from actual piano to like cardboard oh the guy's lied and yeah. he's like 
That was, was my, my grandmother's, grandmother's piano. piano. <laughs> yeah, the, the comedic comedic timing on this is really good. Yeah, like, the whole show. Yeah, the whole yeah. show from yeah. beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And I think it's paced very well. Yeah. So they... You, this is like really telling me that Marvel is taking this seriously as far yeah. as the streaming services and Disney Plus and what Disney Plus can provide for the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. So uh, I'm excited to see where the rest of the shows go. Yeah, my wife and her flying saucers, and he and she says, my husband and his indestructible head. And yet yeah. we know that his it's head is very destructive. Oh, uh, Thanos, thank you for that. Yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. But then hearing the but then hearing the like the crowd, yeah, you know, the audience, uh, audience, uh, yeah, the laugh track, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, f- f- for the first couple scenes. It took a minute to get used to, and then yeah. and then it really like encompassed the show. And I was yeah. like, yes, okay, I can get behind this. Yeah, I might have been a little bit annoyed by this laugh track if I didn't know that it was supposed to be a part of the time period. You know, um, so that, that that was, you know, that was a nice little touch. It was almost like an aesthetic that they used, you know, as a part of the as a part of it for you to really feel like you're going back to 50s and 60s TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, how about the characters introduced to oh, um, Agnes? Dude, I re- Catherine Hahn, dude. Yeah. Dude, hysterical, man. I really enjoyed every scene that she, she was she's in. She's the star of the show. Yeah. She so really stole every episode. Of, I mean, yeah. Like she, she knows what she's doing with comedy. Like she is, she was. I felt like she was a phenomenal choice because she is so good at being uh, comedic. Like yeah. she, she's so good, and she really embodied the genre that yeah. they were in, like yeah. to a T. And she sold it. She really sold the time period, and yeah. it, it was awesome to see. So I, I told you guys I had something to tell you off the pod. I was going to say before the pod. So last week when we recorded, we did it at my house, and you guys got to meet my little dog. Whose name is Beanie? Most adorable name ever. <laughs> she's she's great. We happen to have a TV that maybe maybe the picture is just so good, or my dog's just really alert. But she watches everything that comes on the TV. So anytime there's a commercial and there's a dog in it, she's barking like she's going nuts. Well, for whatever reason, and I can't quite explain it, every time Agnes is on screen and she's talking, Beanie is. Barking at the TV, <laughs> like she's going nuts. Now maybe it's the pitch of her I, voice, probably. Yeah. Maybe because yeah. Beanie's on Reddit and Agnes seems to be a witch. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, <laughs> dun, dun, and Beanie dun. knows something yeah. that we don't know. But Beanie is barking all the time. My dog is just going crazy. Um, so yeah, want to tell you that. But uh, Agnes really rocked it, man. She did, and yeah. she keeps yeah. talking about what's her husband's name? Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Ralph. She keeps mentioning Ralph by name. Yeah, but no Ralph to be seen. Yeah, nowhere. Yeah. Nope. He was not at the uh, the talent show. The talent yeah. show. Nothing. Nothing. So, gosh. Um, yeah. What else did we love? Maybe, maybe let's talk more about some of the fun things we love before we get into some of the again because there's a lot of like speculation. Yeah, like, speculation, what's going on. conspiracies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, Ooh, I got. Go ahead. Go, well, no, you got something. Go ahead. Say the commercials. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. 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 Dude, the commercials yes. were awesome. Yes. They were. The commercials were really good. The, the first one, uh, the Toast Toastmate 2000, uh, with uh, provided by Stark Industry. That was pretty incredible, and there was a. Lo- a little bit of a eerie tone to it because, yeah. Um, yeah, the when they put the toaster down and it started like to beep, like it kind of yeah. definitely sounded like a bomb. Yeah, very similar to the bomb that we were introduced to in Age of Ultron when yes. 
when she and her brother uh, were are trapped in the rubble, basically and staring, death. staring yeah. death, and yeah, which death just so eye. happened to be made by Stark Industries, That's right? Exactly. So uh, very eerie, eerie there. So there could so be something more toast. To that. Yeah, yeah. is the lesson De- here more than toast? And same thing with the second one with the watch. You know, it was Strucker. Yeah, you know? yeah. with the Hydra logo. With the Hydra yes. logo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean they were they were uh, volunteers, as they were called. Yes, in the uh, in the von Strucker uh, experiments. Yeah. I don't know. The twins, yeah. the twins. That's right. You know what I loved about those commercials? So basically, it's kind of funny. Like it kind of just seems like Wanda is living out this, you know, fake reality, right? She's making this world. Yeah. And to me, it's like if I was in high school, and I was in a class where I was I was tasked with creating, like some sort of TV show or a video, I would put in a fake commercial just for the fun of it. And so like when it cuts a commercial, it fades to black. I told my wife, I was like, oh, it's like a commercial break, you know, because it's like a like a sitcom show. Yeah. And then there was an actual commercial. And at first I didn't know it was a commercial. I was like, wait, what is this? And I was <laughs> like, oh, it's actually a commercial. And it kind of reminded me in high school, we did we made a show, like not a real show, but we pretended like it was one episode of a show. And we just threw in some random like commercial, pretending yeah. like a, a fake Skittles commercial, just because we thought it'd be fun to have a yeah. commercial. And it's like Marvel also thought it'd be fun if there happened to be yeah. a 50s or 60s themed commercial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I really love that touch. I hope that does continue throughout the episodes, because yeah. yes. I think it'd be cool to see that grow with the, the years and the decades that go yeah. by. So. Mm-hmm. No uh, definitely some interesting stuff there. Um, you know, also dealing with, you know, where she is, but when she is, which I felt like the calendar at the beginning, uh, you know, the yeah. calendar is set to 2023, which is accurate to that year. Like, that is the calendar for August of 2023, which is when... Um, oh, Endgame so it doesn't set. say 2023, but the dates are similar for the month of August. Yes. The, ah, yeah. Like okay. the, the the way that the 2023 year will play out is the same way that it plays out in... Right. Is that based off something you read, or is that based off of you just actually just going and looking? I, sh- I straight yes. up looked that up. Okay. Yes. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah, cool. That, that, that was cool. for my own... It's partially because of the fact I was like... Uh, I was just thinking of when Endgame, it, when Endgame was actually set, and I was like, I think it's 2023. And then the fact that it was on August 23rd, and I was like, hmm. And I was like, okay. And then I actually looked it up, and that is the same calendar that is set up for, like, the date-wise that is hmm. on for 2023. There's 23, uh, 23 uh, MCU movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, there you go. Maybe, bigger, know, maybe. bigger meaning. No. Maybe. No. Uh, yeah. There might be. You don't know. Uh, yeah, and I've heard a whole sure. bunch of other crazy stuff uh, that might be related to that. that aside, Justin? <laughs> Come on. That was something 100% that, you know, found out Hater just by here, looking man. at that. Um, All right, that's, a, that's a pretty keen eye there, man. That's a, I like that. That's, that's, right. a, that's the news that a model brings. Let's talk about what the hell is actually going on now. All right. All right. So the scene when they're in their bed and they hear the noise outside okay. and it's like thumping, yep. right? And uh, they, they they settle on it's a branch, right? But then yes. later on, she finds the the helicopter in in the bushes, right? Yeah, that logo, like the, next the logo on the helicopter. Okay, here was we go. A little, a little uh, drawing you in. Yes. Okay. So obviously, it's a sword, and it had like a little halo around it, yeah. um, and which leads me and the rest of the fandom of Marvel For Cinematic sure. Universe to believe that this is oh, sword. It is. It's got to be yeah, sword. Um, uh, similar to shield. But it deals with yeah different things. Yeah. Intergalactic. So, yeah, it's actually things. the second. That was, of course, the second appearance of the sword logo. 
you know, because you see it at the very end of the first episode as well when you right. when they're pulling out of the uh, television, and, and it's also on the notebook in that same scene. There's a notebook that they're they put okay. down. It's on the, the TV, but it's also on the I notebook. I see it on the screen to the left of the yeah. TV. Yeah. yeah, and then there was a notebook that they were also looking at. That whoever I didn't was see watching that. it, that also has a sword logo on. That was another one that I was talking so, about. So, from just just my knowledge right now, currently, and not looking anything up or anything, like sword, I felt like dealt with like intergalactic space type stuff. Yeah. So the fact that this is being done um, to to Wanda, who rarely has anything to do with space. I don't know. There's a there's a, sparks a lot of questions. Yeah, okay, for me. why wouldn't it be yeah. Shield, right? Yeah. yeah, why wouldn't it be Shield, or why, or is Wanda actually on Earth, or like what's going on? Like, yeah. are we? Mm. What what are we dealing with here? Yeah, interesting, um, Justin. That yeah. is very possible. I, I mean, it could be that they're just trying to connect more with the newest phase because the newest phase seems like it's more outward looking than the previous phases in the sense of, you know, although most of their movies were. You know, dealt with like a lot of extraterrestrial sources, but it seems like the entire like dealing with the scrolls and you know everything like that seems like it's very much facing out towards the universe. You know, Thor looks like Love Thor and Thunder, uh, Love and Thunder. It was based around that Love Thor um, and Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, all all that stuff. You know, getting into Doctor Strange with the multiple realities and stuff like that. It just seems like they're kind of pointing the world out a little bit so that might be that they're trying to pull more into that way instead of staying more terrestrial based all right so <clears throat> so sword has been <clears throat> room not rumored but uh teased teased and fans have talked about it a lot for you for many years many years yeah <clears throat> okay let's keep in mind if it is 2023 when this is happening which we believe that it is uh we don't technically know like the status of shield right like we're led to believe I mean we watched Agents of Shield which probably isn't going to connect and then we know that Nick Fury at the end of Captain Marvel was in space and kind of looks like an easy connection to maybe Fury being involved with Sword um but we don't know exactly the status of Shield so you know maybe 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 Shield is having some staffing issues and they needed some help and sword came down. Or here's what I think: maybe like the actual greater threat to what's happening with Wanda, maybe even who the villain might be, is an intergalactic villain, right? Yeah. Maybe the the need, maybe Sword knows what's going on, and and that's why they're there. They're not there necessarily for Wanda, but they're there to, I don't know, prevent some something else to happen. Or maybe they are trying to. I guess uh, decipher or see if Wanda is like weapon grade material to face yep. off against whatever intergalactic thing they're about to face off against. Okay, there Maybe. you go. There again, there's so many possibilities what it could be, um, but we do know that we saw the sword logo at the end of episode one in that little looked like an FBI van. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, the thing I'm not gonna like about the series is that it's so fun and upbeat that it kind of distracts you from looking at the things that are going yeah. on in the background. So upon my second watch... Yeah, you gotta watch the, it twice. Yeah. yeah uh, you're able to kind of dive in and like really look and observe at the things that are going on because um, on first watch, you're like you're so drawn in, so yeah. sucked in. You're in the moment. You're feeling the funny. You're You're like... Enjoying yourself, and yeah. then you tend to miss the things going on around you. So yeah. I think because it's a sitcom, you're almost lulled into a a sense of security. Is kind of like how you're getting at it with it. Like you, you're almost expecting there to be very superficial material, so you're not 
your your eyes and your brain aren't aren't you know gonna be as fixed because you know as six am watchers you're you're for the most part you know there really isn't a whole lot of visual stuff with sitcoms in the sense of like visual cues and things like that that you're having to deal with there'll be lots of times you'll see audio type stuff like in in be like dialogue will kind of lead in a lot of times and things like that but you don't you see too many things that are just like not verbally stated but um there's a lot of stuff in here there's there's so many so many things that are happening in these first two episodes it was it was ridiculous um Another two things that I, I really noticed was the use of the the word heart uh, was str- and the image of heart was strewn throughout the first two episodes. Um, you know, with with that being her boss's name, um, Vision's with, boss. Yeah, Vision's boss's name. Um, it was written in the sky when they were in the opening of the second episode. Um, it was what else? oh yeah, um, like they drew out a heart. Yeah, very similar yeah, to how right. uh, like the human torch. The heart on the calendar, which out. was of course connected to that. Um, um, oh, and there was a song that had "Get Me Out of Your Heart" in it. So, um, like, it was just like it was when you really paying attention that there was a ton of heart references. Which I don't know if it's directly related to the second one uh, that, that I really, really noticed that was being really driven home was the, the and the second one makes a lot of sense. Cause it's the use of the, the word and the color red. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, with her, of course her being Scarlet Witch, which, you know, and vision being red him himself in this and stuff like that. Like everything was hued red when it was changed color wise. Um, her hair was basically red. She was completely decked out in red um, the plane, the the helicopter was red. Um, the blood was red. The, the blood was the blood. Re- the red light on the toaster. Yes, you guys remember that um, the yeah. toaster. Yes. Uh, even calling somebody a commie has a very red, um, <laughs> which was a hilarious scene. Has a very red good. connotation. Um, the giving of the gum was big, big red. red. Yep. Like, Dude, look there, at he's going, bro. Like there is so many red references. Um, that that were wow. through that. Yeah. Um, I mean, think about all that. And and whether the two were connected, I mean, I don't know if they were meant to be connected that way because red and heart have a very uh, binded, you know, relationship in uh, in terminology as well. Mm-hmm. They, they ate lobster that night, which yeah, is they, which is red, <laughs> which is very <laughs> red. Well, they didn't eat ro- lobster, but they were trying. Yes. To. Which right. did you notice that the the lobster? <laughs> oh yeah, of course, because the, the knocker. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but uh, here's that a was little hilarious. more obscure reference to red. Uh, okay, the wife of um, <laughs> Mr. Oh. Hart's <laughs> is uh, married <laughs> red to Red <laughs> in the '70s show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is amazing, man. Yep, but even their, their their house was a brick house. You know, like when when it was brought over, like there were so many like red references that were that were made throughout the throughout the show. Yeah, that's really good. And it's all going to amount to nothing. So it's n- <laughs> Yeah, probably <laughs> just, that. Yeah. We wasted 2 minutes of your time. I mean, it very rifting on yeah. that. That's why you're here. That's yeah. why you're here to listen. I mean, may may have been very well just because that's, you know, that's a very co- color a color she's very comfortable with cuz she is Scarlet Witch. Yeah. That mm-hmm. very well could be the entire reason okay, for so, it. Okay, so okay, the scene when they're eating dinner with the boss. And yes. he's he talking about breakfast for dinner. Breakfast for dinner. I love breakfast for dinner, dude. Why was he dinner? He's, he said so European. He said that's very, and then his wife says European. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> all right. So when he starts choking, and they're and, and okay, yeah. Let's yes. talk about this. The wife is like, 
stop it, stop it, stop it. She has the scariest smile. And then she looks right at Wanda. Dude, stop it. Did anyone else think that was the the creepiest smile ever? It was 100% creepy. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Like, what did you guys take away from that scene? Um, it was first whether Wanda had anything to do with him choking is the first thing. Um, because I did watch that scene multiple times over. She does have a bit of a hand twitch, like right as he starts choking. Okay, but, but he's not even chewing anything when he actually starts choking. Like he's in the middle of a, saying something, and he taking his. He bite. does have something like, in his mouth, though. I think, though, still. Um, it, it is going, it is very odd. Um, with that, like, whether she had anything to do with it, it was very odd that no one was reacting. Um, that and was that, so freaky. And man. it wasn't until Wanda specifically told Vision to do something that um anything happened with that. Um, and then the entire vibe of the conversation changed after Vision changed. Vision Vision saved his life. Um, they just dip out. Yeah, oh, yeah they immediately. Well, not, not only do do, do they dip out, it's almost as if their minds had been tricked into thinking that whatever happened was good. It's yeah, yeah. You know. All right, I do have some thoughts on this. So, and I and I'm going to make a connection that's going to make y'all's night that I've been so excited to talk about. So, first of all, you know we should probably have a th- okay. You know how in the uh, the second episode over the radio, it's coming in like Wanda. Wanda, do you copy? Yeah. Do you, who's doing this to you? Like, we're almost led to believe that Wa- like Wanda is the victim here, and she might be. There's also the upper, the the potential that she's doing all of this, and there's yeah. nobody that's doing it to her. I tend to think that <sighs> I'm, I'm leaning that maybe something is happening to Wanda, but she still has an element of control, right? Like she later yeah. on she reverses time in a sense for yes. something. So I think that we know that Monica Rambeau like gets inside this reality, this yeah. bubble. Okay, and she's even in the trailers. We're even we're even led to believe like that. Even Wanda's like, "Who are you?" And she's like, "I, I don't know." Yeah. So that there's somehow there's people that can infiltrate this bubble, right? And I think that uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hart are also people that have infiltrated the bubble. Now, what is their role? I'm not totally sure. But the way they're asking so many questions, just like Agnes asks yeah. a ton of questions, but they ask so many questions at that dinner table. Mrs. Hart's and like, very pertinent questions. Yeah, where are you from? How long have you guys been married? Most importantly, why don't you have children or something like that? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, where are you? What did he say? Where Where are you from? Or Or why are you here? Or what's why your story? You, yeah. How did you get here? Like, all yeah, that he's asking stuff. all these questions, and I almost think, and this is the connection you guys are gonna love. It's it's almost a, it's almost a little bit like in Community, in Abed's uh, Christmas, where like they're like infiltrating this story, yep. and like the, the the doctor is like trying to help him, and he like pops up. But it's still Abed's like story that you're seeing. We're, like we're seeing Wanda's story. Okay. But you'll see these characters will pop up, and they're trying. They, like they're, they're trying to guide her. They're trying to guide her, and they're trying. To, and I think these two people are, as well as Monica Rambeau, we'll see later doing it as well, uh, and maybe some others are are trying to infiltrate and get info or figure out what's going on. Now, so I don't have the full story, but it's almost like an Agents of Shield, like the last season when the when uh, Gemma. Was they basically let her get them get to Gemma so that Gemma's mind could start unraveling and release her secrets? Yeah, something yeah. similar to like that type of situation as well. It's the framework. It's the yeah. Wanda framework. Yeah. I mean, you guys like my community. It was, thing? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm glad that you're on this <laughs> kick, man. I really do. 
Um, but personally, uh, I do think that somebody is actually doing this to her. Um, okay, so that's ba- what you think. Just based on the fact that she has no idea like what's going like on as far as like where she's from, all that, all those questionings. Okay, and yeah. then uh, like the radio, like Wanda, Wanda, like. Like what? What's going yeah. on? Like that kind of deal, uh, which that voice was definitely um, Officer Wu, um, Rand- Randall Park, agent, uh, agent. I didn't pick that up. Yeah, but okay, very nice. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I do feel like someone's doing something to her, which yeah. we're gonna. Un- it's gonna unravel to figure out who. I think. I think it could very well be somebody doing something to her, but I think she has. I think it's almost one of those situations where she has complete control of the universe, but she doesn't really know that she has complete control of the universe in a lot of ways. Like, I feel like the the state that they've put her in is almost like you were saying, where they're trying to get information out of her, but they're trying to give it to her where she's going to, uh, you know, indulge this um, information. She's going to get this information out, um, but... And she has control of what is happening in the universe, but she doesn't have, like, she's, like, placed into this universe that she has control. Hmm. Like, maybe there's something that that they have control over her to have control over her in this universe. Like, she has control of this universe, and on the outside, they have control over her control of the universe. Do you think there's any—go ahead, Justin. No, you go. Do you think there's any, like—and this sounds really sick, but, like, what if there's someone now— we haven't even talked about who the potential like villains might be. You know, something I've seen a lot is like Mephisto, um, and someone's talked about Nightmare. And, anyways, we could get into that. But whoever maybe is um, controlling this kind of thing or putting her in this state, this sounds freaky. But you know how she's like pregnant at the end of the second yeah, episode. Yeah, she, yes. And there's so many things like in a little bit in episode one with Agnes talking about children and 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 Miss Hart. Yeah, Mrs. Hart talking about children, and then the weird stuff like around the talent show, like for the children, like you kept yeah. hearing things like that. Also, you never actually what, see a child. What if they're? That's true. What if they're like trying to like inception Wanda to have children, and somehow that these children, even though it's in a pocket reality, like what if they're gonna like vision it? Well, I don't think Vision's gonna survive this reality, but what if like the kids somehow do? And someone's trying to like get her offspring because they know they'll be powerful, right? To weaponize them, you know what yeah. I'm saying? No, I don't know. just through, I mean, it's yeah, definitely an interesting idea. We're just speculating here. I got no idea. I'm just shooting yeah. at the hip. And if well, my th- my question there is like, if Vision is like doesn't actually exist in real real time, real life, but he, she he's existing in this reality, uh, is she able to manifest like the children yeah. out of nothing, like, and then have them? Like yeah. be be able to remove from that universe and be able to do that and be functioning like yeah, exactly. yeah like, like a wep- quote unquote weapon like one thing that might point right, towards there's the, only one woman that's been pregnant without yeah. you know <laughs> 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 right, and w- one thing that you might be that may uh, lead a little bit of credence to what you're saying there is you know yes she would want Paul Bettany back uh, and have Vision back but you know if she had more control of this universe why would she not bring back Quicksilver. Right. Why wouldn't well, she bring back her own brother? Yeah. And it would make more sense if the reason why she wasn't brought, br- bringing him back is she's being guided to having children. Exactly. And her brother has no <laughs> say in that. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, so that would be very interesting to see if that's, you know, if that's the reason why, you know, they've kind of streamlined her, you know, what she needs to be doing, she, um, baby making factory. <laughs> push, the, push the beds together, man. 
Pushed they, the yep. And she did. She definitely did. I mean, whatever was happening outside made them push the beds together. Yeah. Dropping helicopters from the uh from the sky. Mm-hmm. It's like uh it's like in Hunger Games when they're inside that like uh that dome. Yeah. You know? Uh would you guys uh what were your guys take on the uh beekeeper emerging from okay. the sewer? I, all right, all right. Yes. So important to note it to note that the sword logo is also on his back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, why <laughs> is he dressed in a beekeeper's outfit with what seems to be bees flying all around him? Yeah. Coming out of a sewer. That I literally have no idea. Does anyone have any thoughts? I mean... The, Justin smiling, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I've heard some stuff potentially even related to, like, AIM and stuff like that. But, I mean, I, I'm i not 100% sure about where that's going with that one, to tell you the truth. I mean, okay, so this, le- this like, continues the theme of, like, like what the heck is going on type yep. of deal, right? Um, because, I mean, I still have no idea what's going on. But... Uh, it's it's a beekeeper's like head head garb type of deal, yeah. whatever it is, a net. Um, but it definitely looks like it's more of a hazmat suit. Um, yeah. than a beekeeper suit. So I don't know. I don't know if that has Did anything. It really? To, I mean, I kind of got that vibe. Oh, yeah. huh. one other thing is the um the uh the manhole is not there earlier. Really? Yeah. You saw it. I didn't yep. notice that. Yeah, the manhole just shows up. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, interesting. When did you remember seeing it earlier without the manhole? Um, when they're when they're walking to that. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was something like. Or like, maybe when the the postman is walking by, then the, so, so, something like that. Yeah, I, I just remember that could be a continuity yeah. thing, though. Yeah, right? it could be. It very well could be a continuity thing, but in a world that is being created, I mean. I mean that looks like kind of like every yeah every continuity error you know is a potential clue in this because this universe is so um, malleable you know Hmm. it's really gonna I don't know as a as the season progress uh, I it's really gonna stink to have to focus so hard on every detail because (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a lot yeah there's gonna be a lot man like yeah. I'm immediately going to go to like Reddit after every episode yeah. and just like join in and try to figure out what the heck's going on with everybody. Or during, well, you can't do it during, I guess. It's not like it's a posted. Well, I mean, if you want to watch it at 4 a.m., maybe. Yeah. Or 3 a.m. Which I did have a buddy. I woke up this morning at uh, 6 to watch the, the episodes. Yeah. And I had a, a text waiting for me. He's like, uh, by the way, waited up to watch WandaVision. It's, uh, it's amazing. I need, <laughs> I need to talk to you about it. So watch it ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Wow, okay, that's awesome." Man, <laughs> so, I do miss that when we watched Agents of Shield. Though it was so fun watching the live. It was, yeah. Absolutely. Reddit posts. I guess I'll miss that. But ah, mm. <sighs> okay. Well, all right. We should probably wrap it up soon. Any uh, anything else that you're dying to say? I mean, the quality the, that the show was it, it gives me hope for what what the shows are coming. Like mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier, action based uh, show. And before we've seen from the trailer, like it's it's action heavy. Yeah. Uh, the quality is going to be fantastic because the the sitcom style Wandavision, uh, it's already like exceeded my expectations yeah. already. Like, uh, and it's only in it's only like a staged house. Like you you know for a fact that they're the house is not real. You know it's like a staged background. Yeah. And the, the as much as they're doing with it, and as much as they're like putting into it, it's 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 incredible so far. Yeah. Um. One last thing that I really loved about it was the fact that the the to make it feel like it in that time most of the things they were doing were practical. 
Like when they did like y- you know the when she was cleaning stuff and like that, they made it look like oh this is just on a string and so, or something like that. You know, very much so to that. So like everything they were doing looked like it was the the like the special effects of that time that would happen on a TV show. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that. Oh yeah, in the talent show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, speaking of the talent show, this is a, again kind of what you mentioned. It's just a little, little Easter egg that you might not notice. I didn't notice it the second time, but the the wardrobe that or the cabinet that she they use in the uh, talent show. Did you see the the Mind Stone on it? Yeah, the Mind Stone yep. logo was on the, on the yeah. opening doors. Yeah, yeah that awesome. that's yeah, that's really cool. So again, a lot of little touches like that. Also, I mentioned earlier, Agnes. There's a lot of people speculating that she's going to be. She's a uh, Agatha. Agatha. Yeah. Yeah. Who is a witch? A witch that works closely with Mephisto. I think. Yes, you're right there. <clears throat> and because uh, you're doing a little research. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You're growing uh, up. No, I knew all that. Oh, really? Yeah, I knew every every, every bit. Of that. <laughs> yeah. No, because I've seen people say that. I'm like, who the heck is Agatha? So I did a little research. Ah, uh, you went down that rabbit hole. I know, man. Yeah. It's tough, but well, it's actually fun because we haven't had the chance to do this in a while. Yeah. Because while there were some Easter eggs in Agents of Shield, that was, it was very much. It's a standalone show. It's a standalone, it, it didn't yeah. have. It, yeah. it lost its connection to the the actual MCU. Yeah. After what season four? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great to know that the, these characters involved in the MCU, like the outcome is gonna hopefully intertwine, like in depth and in oh, detail. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like an easy transition, like a like a handing over the baton to somebody. Like it's yeah. gonna be okay, take it and go. I just I just can't wait to see a interaction from outside of the bubble. You know, like with like sword agents or something. Like I want to know. The context of where they're at, when they're at, and yeah. who's there, what their real mission is, what the danger is—like, I just can't wait to get yeah. those answers. I'm interested to see if any other uh, like Avengers or any of the side characters who are involved in the Avengers movies make an appearance in this because, uh, I mean, they're pulling all the stops. It feels like so. Why not add yeah. a little extra more uh, characters? So yeah. we'll see what comes of it. Yeah, I can't wait to see. I'm gonna love to see the reemergence of Agent Wu and Darcy. Yeah, and Darcy, good. isn't that amazing? Yes. Darcy hasn't been in a film since, what, 2013? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Great. All right, well, I think that just about does it. Uh, we may have recorded longer than the episodes together. I'm just kidding. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, we certainly oh, okay, did. let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the first episode reads as 20, 29 minutes. Yeah, 29-something. But it, it literally, <laughs> at, at the 22-minute mark, it's starting the credits. Yeah. And it's, the credits roll And I told minutes. my wife, I was like, no, 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 hold on. There's something more. And there wasn't. Yeah, because usually uh, Disney Plus prompts you to play the next episode, and it didn't, pro- it didn't come up. And I was like, oh, let me fast forward and see the end credits. No end credits. Yeah. Every like, every language on the yeah, planet. Every language, every <laughs> production team, every yep. development. And then it goes in the second episode, which I think it said 36 minutes. It was and a then little al- longer. Yep. It also, <laughs> like seven minutes worth of credits. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that, that seems to be the MO for Disney Plus right now when yeah. it comes to shows. But even Mandalorian was like four, sometimes five or something. Seven minutes, bro. Yeah. But usually, the, but you also got to remember the, like, the, the intro and the recap. On 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 uh, Mandalorian was like another like two or three off of it at the front end, yeah. which we got a recap in the front of the se- second episode, which yeah. was like forty five seconds. So yeah, it was <laughs> yeah, it had some highlights from the first one. Yeah, 
All right. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I totally forgot. But let's go ahead and wrap it up. Again, this is went a little long, but maybe this is just how long it'll be because these episodes are probably going to be full of a lot of good stuff. Uh, again, we will be back every single week to record reviews of every single episode of WandaVision. So please come on back. And if you enjoyed it, if you liked it, we would really appreciate it. If you happen to have any friends that also like Marvel to send these episode reviews to them, uh, we are trying to get more fans. And, uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Please leave a review and subscribe wherever you are listening. For my good friends, Justin Sandoval and Anthony Amato, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.